You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. I really, the cell is, the cell is too much. It's, Do I? <laughs> this is going to be the best newscast of the day. Always oh, is 9 o'clock. Oh. Uh, you know, because he's practiced reading it three times now. <laughs> <laughs> News is brought to you by Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull Tobacco and more. Don't miss the summer wave of discounts at all five locations in Norfolk, Portsmouth, Chesapeake, and two in Virginia Beach. Pitbull Tobacco and more for locals by locals. Strong start. Thank you. I, I am trying. Uh, just as a heads up today, if you enjoyed the weather over the weekend, too bad because it's hot. so damn hot <laughs> it is it well it will be anyway it's not quite there yet but uh today is actually going to be the hottest day of the week we're going to see those temperatures getting into the middle 90s heat index is up around 100 or maybe a little more uh, it's going to be humid it's going to be gross and it's not going to be Ugh. good outside but you know what the good news is we get through today and the rest of the week is supposed to be pretty nice mid 80s through the rest of the week and uh i'm liking the look of that a lot better also low chances of rain so should be a relatively nice week after we get through today that's the key make mm-hmm. it through monday just like every other week, you make it through Monday, mm-hmm. and then everything gets better. Uh, Southern California dealing with some wild weather right now. They got hit by a hurricane yesterday. Uh, that's the hashtag that was trending anyway. Not quite as serious as it sounds because that's that's an awesome hashtag. Yeah, I'm sensing like a Sharknado type movie coming though. Oh, you're <laughs> probably right. Uh, people in SoCal were hunkered down while the remnants of Hurricane Hillary passed through when a fairly large hur- earthquake hit about 75 miles northwest of L.A. 5.1, not huge, but not a nothing either. Uh, a restaurant close to where it happened posted video. You can hear all the bottles and everything falling around. Everyone outside. That's what you can hear them yelling there. Uh, yeah, a lot of people in L.A. didn't even feel it, and then the rains weren't also as bad as they expected, but the hashtag... Hurricane immediately started trending because it's just a great hashtag. Uh, so they weren't really hit by a hurricane, by the way. It was downgraded to a tropical storm. And thankfully, San Diego and L.A. weren't hard, hit as hard as they could have been or maybe mm-hmm. expecting. Uh, there was some flooding in, inland and whatnot, but thankfully, again, not as bad as they thought. Uh, Merriam-Webster, uh, the dictionary, chimed in. Hurricane is a new one for us. Um, but what I love is that while they were really behind on that, Urban Dictionary has had that word since 2010 on their website. They should have had that word. They should have something for it. There's got to because it is something that can happen at the same time, right? And it just did happen. And I guarantee it happened somewhere else at some point. In but time. they don't really add new yeah. words until they become part of the general, like which, until it's used by, yeah, by, the, it's, by the by the. So the it sounds like they're not really doing their job. Well, you know, yeah. it's like how long did it take them to hop on board with like staycation? Yeah, a couple you know? of years ago. Yeah, I remember yeah. When and they added that, we'd been saying that for a very, very long time when they finally got on board with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Urban Dictionary describes it as theoretically the worst possible natural disaster that could ever occur—a hurricane and earthquake <laughs> happening simultaneously. Clearly, they're unaware of uh, Sharknado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, hey, heads up, uh, not Sharknados or not sharks in general, but coyotes. Apparently oh, we're yeah. watching out for those up in Hampton because we're seeing more of them than usual. Animal Control has said they've gotten 12 calls about them in the last two months, whereas usually they'd only get about one or two. So that's a dramatic yes. increase <laughs> in the amount of calls they're getting. Uh, generally speaking, not too dangerous to people. Uh, they, they're not going to attack you, but uh, gener- they, don't, they say the big issue is sm- uh, small pets. Maybe even small children. You just got to be careful out there. Um, And they do say that, by the way, Hampton Animal Control cannot handle this. You have to call a professional wildlife trapper if you see one on your property and it needs to be removed. There's some tips for keeping them away. Include do not have a compost pile. Don't use bird feeders. And do not leave. Don't use bird feeders. It attracts them, man. It attracts them. Damn coyotes. Uh, Yeah, they're the worst. 
Uh, do not leave dog or cat food outside either. Uh, that just becomes another issue. Um, they did say that if, also if you see things like rats, rabbits, squirrels on your property pretty frequently, that's another thing. Roadrunners would yeah. also be an yeah. indicator. But uh, I don't think we have as much of an issue with that. Roadrunners would be an indicator. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That <laughs> <laughs> would be an indicator. It would be. Watch for giant oh, animals yeah. that say Acme yes, on them, right. catapults that don't work, yeah, of course, things of that nature. Uh, if you see the coyote wheeling out a giant box that says Acme, Acme, just get out of the way. <laughs> Rocket skates. Yeah. Right. None of this is going to work out well. But seriously, if you see them, you can call a professional wildlife trapper and get that taken care of. Just be careful. Stay away from them. Don't try to uh, mess with them at it all. It sounds interesting or easy. You could just call a wildlife trapper. How, how do you find a phone number for that? <laughs> sure you can find it yeah, online. Just do a quick Google, Google you know, yeah. wildlife trapper. You know yeah. what I mean? There's got to be some that come up. Mike, look up a few. Sure. See if you can't, you don't have to say who they are, but just see if any of them come up so that we can find out if this is easily solved for people. Uh, while you're doing about that, just a reminder, if you're looking for something to do pretty much all through this week, the uh, ECSC is back. I'm talking about the 61st Annual East Coast Surfing Championship. Started yesterday, and they're going to yes. run all through the week through Sunday. Uh, a little less than 300 surfers expected to complete, according to the ECSC website. And uh, it's a big deal for us because this generates a lot of income for the area. They say that the annual competition brings in about $26 million in hotel, restaurant, entertainment revenues. Nice. So uh, it's pretty great. That's pretty nice. great. So we can just add to that number, make it a little more. I, would, uh, I think everybody would appreciate that. Mike is still searching. I think I found one, but I don't know if it's local. <laughs> yeah, it looks local. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so you can, you can find a wild... I just I wanted to see if it's that easy to find them or if it requires a lot oh, of digging yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. I didn't do a whole... I had to, Digging into the links. Rena uh, was walking by outside, and if you don't know what the studio looks like, if you've never been up here, um, there's a big window looking into the studio. And so frequently it feels like we're in a zoo where people yeah. just stand outside and stare at us. But Rena walked by and kind of did this weird, like, stiff upper body head looking in the window thing. <laughs> but because she's so short, it just looked like a floating head going by. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard while I was reading the news. I'm sorry. I Literally, Mike, you stopped. He's like, what is he staring at? Uh, but I had to paint the visual for why there was a gap in the audio there. Uh, Canadian leaders are urging Meta to reverse their domestic news ban in the country because it's hindering people from sharing important information about wildfires spreading across the Northwest Territories. Mm. In June, Meta began to block the sharing of news on Facebook and Instagram in the country after the Canadian government passed a law requiring tech companies like Meta to pay news publishers for articles shared on their platforms. Uh, in Yellowknife, the city of 20,000 people that was evacuated, people were reportedly posting screenshots uh, of the fire and everything, but uh, when they linked them to stories, their things got taken down, or they weren't allowed to share them. Yeah, here's the thing. If you're a news outlet, like, say, the Virginian Pilot, mm -hmm. uh, I can share a link, but you can't get there unless you pay the Virginia pilot. Right. That's true. So but that would be you individually. Yeah. That's not like, I mean, this is anything. This is any kind of, of news publisher at all. If they share a link from their website, even if it's not one you have to pay for in general, they're saying Facebook or meta or whoever needs to pay them for the right to do that, to really? use their content on their mm -hmm. platform. Even if they're posting it themselves, no. That would be a different. Well, they could post it, but it couldn't get shared after that by users. I would okay. imagine. All but right. they, I mean, but, but that being said, they say their Meta has blocked news sh news sharing in okay. that in, in Canada at this point as a result. But they get a lot of the ads, though. I mean, I get a lot more ads now. Do you? I do. Yeah. Well, luckily, again, this doesn't affect us currently. It's only something that they're having to deal with in Canada. But speaking of Facebook, by the way, you have one week left to make a claim in the class action lawsuit that Facebook has agreed to. They are going to settle for seven hundred twenty-five million dollars in that suit that alleges that they shared personal information. Uh, of users with third parties. If you were a Facebook user in the United States between May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd, 2022, which is 
Almost all Everybody. of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you may be eligible for a cash payment. I think the only one in this room wouldn't be Rena. <laughs> Because she didn't do Facebook for the longest time. Yeah. And she's also not that She was old. born in uh, 2011, yeah, so it's... Shut you know, up, Jonathan. <laughs> the, uh, 2001. It's really nice of your mom to drop you off every morning. It, it is. It's really cool. <laughs> I got to tell you, for 12-year-olds, you are a very good board op. <laughs> not you two. You can get around... I, I, not uh, you two, Mike. I was in your position at one point. I was the youngest person here. I can do this. <laughs> you can get around 100 bucks for this, uh, but you got to file before Friday at <laughs> FacebookUserPrivacySettlement.com. Look, I'm just saying, there's a simple solution hey, to here. Just stop being so young. I would, I would give my left testicle to be the youngest person here. I'm telling you right now. So <laughs> I got to tell you, no, I don't think that would help. I don't think that actually does anything for <laughs> making you younger. No, but no. <laughs> you know what I lower mean? your testosterone. You, you know what I mean? Is she 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 doesn't like being labeled the the youngster, but I would love to be the youngster. Of course, we all would. Yeah. I I was the youngster at one yeah. point on this show. Yeah, yeah. Twenty years from now, you're gonna think this sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> legitimately, at one point, I yeah. was the youngest person on yeah. this show. Then it became Mike, mm-hmm. uh, and now I'm damn near forty. Yeah. And now Rena's the young person on this yep. show. Uh, you Before know you, you're gonna blink, you're gonna be thirty, and there's yep. gonna be somebody else here who's gonna be in their twenties, and you're gonna be like, I, I hate them. I'm forty one. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I, I it's I would rough. Kill I know it's rough. Be, you know. What, 17, 18? Sir. You look good for 41, Thank by you. the way. I just want to put that Thank out there. You look like you sleep on your face and smoke a lot. I do. <laughs> just five years ago, if you were a price-conscious uh, auto shopper in the United States... You had a lot of options for buying vehicles, but the uh, way the market has gone right now, there's very little to choose from for people. Uh, Once upon a time, there were dozens of small cars selling for under $20,000, but now in 2023, there's only one car you can buy for under $20,000. There's only one car you can buy for under $20,000? An average, yeah. Is it it American or is it a... Mitsubishi. Is it a Mitsubishi? It is. Okay. (laughs) The Mitsubishi Mirage. Is it a Mirage? It is. And even the Mirage appears to be headed for the scrapyard. At a time when Americans increasingly want pricey SUVs and trucks rather than Mm -hmm. small cars, the Mirage remains the lone new vehicle whose average sale price is under $20,000. Nice. Uh, a figure that once marked kind of the unofficial threshold of affordability. Yeah. And you know what the driving the price is up to is the electric cars, obviously, you know? Well, that too, but also, I mean, just the general inflation of everything. We've seen the price of everything go up, unfortunately. Uh, They do say with prices new and used having gone up dramatically, especially during the pandemic, they say $20,000 is no longer much of a starting point for a new car anymore. No, No, we uh, we paid $17,000 for a used, used, what was it, a 2016, 17 Toyota Corolla. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the best deal we could Excuse find. Excuse me, with a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, r- why don't you drive yourself there. over to a lot, Missy, and see what see what twenty thousand. <laughs> see what now 20, we're crossing <laughs> a line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's bad out there. It's bad out there. And you know what's funny is, you know, and I, not to get political, but these commercials basically touting getting uh, gas cars off the road and electrical cars onto the road, which I understand. You're asking people that are already fighting this ridiculous inflation. You're, you're expecting what low income and middle class people that are fighting it every step of the way. Yeah. To have the money to well, go buy the, a new car. The hope is as new, they become you know, more adopted. It's just silly. Well, the, but yeah. the, this is like anything yeah. else. The hope is as it becomes more adopted, more into society, the price will come down because yeah. there'll be more of them. You available. would hope right. so. That's the, how anything new works yeah. in society. So that's the hope. But you know, we'll see what ends up happening with that. I do see more and more of them on the road these days. Well, there's no reason but. to have any hope, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, maybe no hope, but if you like sushi, you'll never guess who the number one... I didn't know how to get there from Rod's no hope line. Um, the number one uh, purveyor of sushi in the United States is... Anybody got a guess? Is it a state or a, it's a company? Walmart? Kroger. Oh! No. Kroger is the biggest purveyor of sushi in the United States, selling more really? than 40 million pieces per year, well, when I according to the fresh, Wall Street nice. Journal. Well, they have That's Harris surprising. Teeter. They, they own Harris Teeter. Harris Teeter has yeah, they do, really oh, nice sushi. I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. yeah, Kroger bought Harris Teeter a yeah, while so back. So it's yeah. probably oh. under the uh, Harris Secret, Teeter. Secret, if right. you have a Harris Teeter card or a Kroger card, you can use them at the other yeah. one. Good to know. Yep, so yeah. there you go. Just a heads up. The but uh, Secret, <laughs> it's cheaper to buy groceries at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> the company realized it was number one back in 2020, and in the past three years, they've ramped up their sushi, o- sushi offerings to claim even more of a market share. Uh, when they said, they said, when customers think of sushi, we want them to think of Kroger. That's what one executive said. Uh, it's not just Kroger, though. Grocery stores across the United States are benefiting from consumers choosing to pay more for a California roll over an actual sushi date night. Sushi sales at U.S. retailers have risen by more than 70% in the past year. Apparently, mm-hmm. we are all about... i got to be honest with you. I think part of this is due to like Grubhub and stuff like that, getting them delivered to your house. Yeah. I think people just have them delivered from Kroger or somewhere like that when they're doing their grocery order. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which is uh, a thing, I guess. I haven't had sushi in so long. So all of you who enjoy it, enjoy it for me. Think of me the next time you're eating a sushi roll. I have a medical condition. I can't eat raw fish. Uh-huh. And before people say, well, there's not, you know, there's, there's uncooked sushi, or there's cooked sushi or whatever. I, I understand that. I don't know what the crossover is as far as yeah. things being used in the in the So why risk it. it? Right, exactly right. So I just, you know, like Rod said, yeah. there's no hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just decided to go with that motto. I mean, seriously, we're all just here until it ends. That's right. <laughs> uh, and speaking of ending, we finally reached the end of Barbie's dominance at the box office. After over a month of Barbie just crushing everything in its past, it has been pushed to the side by a new superhero from DC Universe. I'm talking, of course, about Blue Beetle. There's a dented beetle! Yes! Yes! I don't have a Blue Beetle soundtrack. That was was from the Truman Show. Uh, Blue Beetle is the new number one movie at the domestic box office. The film made $25.4 million in North America during its opening weekend. Barbie did stay strong, though, at number two, and they're up to $1.279 billion worldwide. It is the top-grossing movie for... Uh, domestically for Warner Brothers now, Good. and it's on track to be the top-grossing movie they've ever had worldwide very soon. Not, re- uh, not a lot of cachet with the name. What, Barbie? You know, it's like, it's like Ant-Man. Oh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue Beetle. Yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, but the one thing they're, they're hoping on here is that, you got to remember, before the movie came out, Iron Man was kind of a yeah. B-level yeah. Marvel superhero. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hoping they can take these somewhat B-level DC heroes and make them into more prominent names. Because I think people are getting a little tired of Superman, Batman, yeah. Wonder Woman. The names were all very familiar. You know, as a big fan of DC and Marvel comics. Yeah, you're a huge fan. I think fan. this is a uh, good At move. 41, you're right in that perfect age range, I'm right too. in that meaty, you know... With all the other people what? who sleep on their face. <laughs> and smoke heavily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, meaty uh, part of the order there that loves this kind of stuff. But yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, good move for DC uh, comics then. Uh, yes, good move. For, yes, absolutely right. It is actually well-reviewed as well. The rest of the top five movies include Oppenheimer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and Strays. And I would like to point out that Oppenheimer is now the highest-grossing movie to never take the number one box office spot. Nice. Mm. So they're there, number two. <laughs> number, that's where I they're going to the, be. I love the fact that uh, Warner Brothers... Number one movie was beaten out by another Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers movie. movie. So, well, what else are they going to get beat by? On they're their own doing pretty well. Internal record, but yes, yeah. <laughs> you're actually right. You know, at this point, there aren't. A, I mean, 
there was a hard time for a while for any movies to get made, and here lately now nothing's getting made. Yeah. So Warner Brothers got to be loving this <laughs> as we go down the pipeline towards no more new movies being made. Uh, and finally, we've reached that point of the day. So much for my happy ending. I do love how happy Rena gets every time she I hears love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the odds of this are absolutely nuts. Okay, two kids got adopted separately by the same family in Staten Island uh, two decades ago. And they just found out that they're biological siblings. No way. Yep. Their names are Frank and Victoria. He's 22 and got adopted after someone left him on the steps of a daycare. And then a year and a half later, the same couple adopted Victoria after she was found abandoned in a hospital bathroom. Their adoptive parents didn't tell them the full story until a few months ago. They recently decided to take a DNA test to see if they had any family out there anywhere. When they got the results, they found out that they are full biological siblings with the same mother and father. Wow. That's the coolest thing. Even the adoption agency had absolutely no idea. So this is a complete shock to everybody involved. This is Vicky and Frank talking about the discovery they made. I got the match that my brother had popped up as my full sibling, my biological brother, which was definitely something crazy and not really expected at all. Found a year and a half apart and wound up in the same family. The odds are insane. Yeah. So, so Johnny Depp is the uh, the brother. brother. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, of course, uh, he's playing the brother in the yeah, Netflix yeah, special. So the, uh, yeah, no, but I, just a really cool story because you know, like they said, they may never meet their mom and dad, but they have a legitimate yeah. full blood family member that's right next really to them. Yeah, cool. that they got to grow up with, and that's yes, important. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I know that I'm not, I'm not adopted, obviously, but I know many people that have been adopted and then they have this inner feeling they just got to find out yeah you know why you yep. know shelly has told her story multiple yep. times but um yeah even if they don't find their parents this is the coolest story of the day if not the week I right mean, that's just great that's yeah. good news agreed you know agreed. you got to have hope you know <laughs> yes rod you gotta have hope there's always hope as Rod always says and has tattooed on his inner thigh. Yep. Today, mostly sunny with a high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 73. And tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 85. Last check, about 80 degrees outside. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.